It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. the energy you from already Casey. know what it is the worst day of the week <laughs> coming I, at you live my favorite is starting tuesdays with you and knowing that it's just going to be set up for failure already listen <laughs> i just tell you how it is uh she comes in with a three out of ten hopefully by the end of the show we'll get a five or six out of ten i would say that's a lot i would say i just gave you a lot of energy okay all right well, that's about all the energy we're getting at this point anyway I appreciate that, Casey. How was yeah. your day yesterday? Anything fun? It was great. My friends from Kansas City came into town. Shout out Caitlin and Michael. We went to dinner at Mission Taco, which is always good. Nice. Very good. Very what about good. you? I got an awesome nap. And we started watching Outer Banks again. Yes. Equally so, as good of a day. Yeah, we... Uh, Lauren went all the way back to season one of Outer Banks because I think we're 38 days away from Outer Banks season three coming out. Uh-huh. And it's such a good show. My mom just did this. She watched it all for the first time. And I was like, listen, I'd love to, but I can't because it gives me the sweaty palms, yeah. the heart attacks every time <laughs> I rewatch it. So it's like nine o'clock last night, well beyond my bedtime. And I'm just like... Watch rewatching this. I have to see what happens, even though I already know what happens. Right. Anyways, uh, we're pumped up for Outer Banks season three coming out in a little bit here. Uh, we've got Eric Church tickets today at seven thirty. We're gonna do a fun little confessional game. You're gonna learn a lot about me today. Uh, also, Monster Jam tickets at eight with the big three. Uh, so be here for that. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate you. It's 92.3 W.I.L. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. When Luke Combs says jump, you say... How high? And that's what Gabby Barrett had to do whenever he called her during her maternity leave and said, Girl, I got something for you. I need you to jump. (laughs) (laughs) So Gabby Barrett, she is technically on maternity leave right now. She has a two-month-old, Augustine, pronounced Augustine, and also a toddler named Bela. Is that really how you pronounce it? That's how they pronounce it. Augustine? No, that's not how I pronounce it. That's how they prefer it to be said. Not Augustine. 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 Don't ask why. Augustine Galoop. Okay, go. We got to ask her next time she comes to St. Louis. (laughs) I hope she's not offended by that. But... Luke Combs says, this is going to require some serious, immediate attention. I've written a song, and I don't want it. I want you to sing it, and you need to go record it now. Okay. So she did. So you may have heard this story on um, Country Countdown. It's on WIL on the weekends. Love it. And I always hear a lot of fun stories on that show. And... Gabby said, obviously, I'm a huge fan of his. So I heard the song. It really struck a chord with me. So it will definitely be on my next album coming out later this year. So taking a second away from maternity leave. Hey, honey, drive me to the studio. Luke Combs wrote me a song, (laughs) which I think is like the coolest thing ever when artists do that. Yeah, it always, it always, uh, and maybe this is a question we ask, I don't know, like a Clay Walker this week at Hot Country Nights or something. How, how do you decide which songs aren't necessarily for you. You know what I mean? Like how do you yes. how do you potentially give away a song that could go number 1 and make a ton of money for whoever it's going to, you I know? I think I honestly think they write so many songs that after they write one, they think this is good, but I don't hear it 
in my own voice. Maybe for a female voice or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. I hear it from a female. Who's a who's a young female that could rock this one? Like maybe it won't make its way all the way to Carrie, but maybe to Gabby. Yeah. So I really like this. Also, you'll see a lot of videos where I kind of debunk songs written by other artists performed by a different artist mm -hmm. on our socials. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok because that's one of my favorite things to do to find out a whole list of songs Hardy wrote that you didn't realize. Yeah. So follow us on the socials at 923WIL. And no, Luke Combs did not rudely make Gabby leave on <laughs> maternity leave. I'm sure she chose that herself. Remy and Casey. Well, here we are. It's show week here at 92.3 WIL. Clay Walker is going to be taking the stage at Hot Country Nights at Ballpark Village on Friday night. Oh, yeah, with Jackson Dean hitting the stage. I'm excited to get this started up again. It's always fun to connect with artists. And a lot of times at the amphitheater, we don't have a chance to actually get a chance like, to talk with them, to interview them. Yeah. And so this is kind of our opportunity to catch up with all the artists at Hot Country Night. So uh, you should probably get your tickets. I also think it's fun whenever we do shows at Ballpark Village, which I mean, say what you're going to say about downtown. I don't really care. I think it's fun to have artists come and see like the St. Louis of it all. Like they're going and they can see the arch from Ballpark Village and they can see the ball uh, stadium and yeah. everything. And I don't know how many times we've heard from artists that grew up in Tennessee or grew up around Nashville. And did, love the Cardinals. They didn't have a baseball team. So it was either the, either the Braves or the Cardinals. Yeah, that blows my mind too. And a lot of them chose the Cardinals. So it's it's really cool to be like, hey, you know, Bush Stadium's like on the other side of the street right over here. So uh, Clay Walker, Jackson Dean on Friday, Jamison Rogers, Parmalee, Joe Nichols, Midland, Nico Moon, Priscilla Block, all are on the bill as well at some point this month, next month, or in March. You can check out the entire lineup and make sure to get tickets to join us on Friday because it's going to be awesome. Clay Walker, come on. When's the last time he's been in St. Louis? It's been a while. Lace him up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Our very own St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright was featured last night as the musical attraction at Boondocks Pug Pub in Springfield, Illinois. There you go. Wow. A little, I feel like he's improved a little bit. I think I said Springfield, Illinois there. I don't know why. Uh, Missouri. Uh, but I think he's improved since last year. Like we played a little clip of him yesterday from last year, and I think he's getting a little better. I wonder if he has the nerves. Because, you know, like you play a million baseball games in front of a million people and on national TV. I wonder if that really translates over because now this is a whole different type of stage you're on. Yeah. He's I wonder taking, if he's got the nerves. Taking his uh, pitching philosophy and getting better at that with reps, with you know music now. Oh, he told but you he, that? No, he's but he's like working with <laughs> he's working with some really awesome uh, songwriters in Nashville. Yeah, it totally helps to be like besties with Jason and Luke. I can't imagine. Also, uh, you know, helps to have millions of dollars in your bank account to help that. But the concert included an autograph session and raised money for Wainwright's charity, Big League Impact. They've raised more than six million dollars for various charities and partners with professional athletes to help. People meet basic human needs like food, clean water, medical care, shelter, and education. Adam always doing big things. 
I'm hoping uh, we see him on stage at a concert or two this summer. We better be playing his songs when they come out. That's <laughs> what we should be doing. I can totally see like a Luke Bryan or a Jason Aldean coming to town and, and Adam Wainwright hopping up on stage and singing oh, with yeah. him. I think that'd be awesome. I don't know. Do St. Think- Louis would lose their mind. Do you think Adam Wainwright has a career in country music? I think he could. Okay. If he keeps doing it the right way. Okay. Well, the NFL player, or the NFL playoff picture is starting to come into focus a little bit better. Tom Brady and his Buccaneers lost to the Cowboys last night, 31 to 14. And the first thing the media wants to know with Tom Brady is retirement. Mm. Will he? Won't he? I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And this has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So it's just be one day at a time, truly. One day at a time. He did not. He was non-committal. He didn't say yes or no, whether or not he's coming back next season or not. But I think, you know what? At this point, I think he might as well. Might because as well. you done ruined the rest of your life for it. So let's just say. keep it up. He's got no strings attached right now. Uh, eight teams remain in the playoffs. Obviously, a lot of eyes here on the Chiefs. They'll take on the Jacksonville Jaguars on Saturday. Kickoff at 3.30 in the Blues. Beat the Senators last night 2-1 to one at the Enterprise Center. They'll be back home Thursday night against the Predators. Puck drop at 7. Trying to find some footage from Adam Wayne right last night. If we do, we'll post that up on the Facebook page. 92.3 W.I.O. Trending now. It's Keeping Up with Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. We already know we've got bad blood with Chicago when it comes to sports. But right now, Chicago seems like that friend who's trying to help you get over a breakup. <laughs> With their brand new Taylor Swift breakup bar opening for Valentine's Day season. Wow, this is actually a really good idea. A pop-up bar named after her 2014 single Bad Blood. Baby, now we got bad blood. Hey! It'll be open from January 27th to February 26th, and it's the perfect place for Swifties like us to go and drown their sorrows with all of Taylor Swift's biggest breakup songs and revenge anthems which she has a lot of. And I guarantee there's going to be lots of drinks inspired by her songs. Probably they'll be playing her music videos throughout the bar. And they said they're going to have tarot card readers and a spinning wheel of cocktails, which sounds just like the perfect time to me. I know that this is meant for, you know, people on Valentine's Day that don't have a significant other or maybe like they did them wrong or whatever. Yeah. But this could also be a bar for those Taylor Swift fans that didn't get tickets. Yeah. <laughs> now we got bad blood. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. I think there are always so many pop-up bars that lean towards the Valentine's Day or the Galentine's Day. Yeah. I think it's fun that they're sort of putting that in reverse and saying, if you've been broken up with or if you feel like you've got any bad blood or anything at all, come to this bar and it'll be much, very reputation bad bloodish. Yeah. Any reason will. to sell drinks for three times the price? the better, you know, for People the bar. People are going to do it. <laughs> and I don't say this often, but I, it makes me think we need to go to Chicago. It'd be so much fun. We just go just to enjoy the bar, even though we both have significant others. Right, yeah. <laughs> Lucky for St. Louis, there are a lot of Valentine's and Galentine's themed bars ha- and events happening around our area. You can take the Monica to your Rachel to the Love Shack pop-up bar in Cottleville. Also, there's a 90s night happening at the Foundry Arts Center in St. Charles. There's Whiskers and Sisters at the Mouse House Cat Cafe. Let's go. Fun. And even I think the City Museum is doing like a Galentine's Day night, which yeah. that's got to be a ton of fun too. So, Cat Cafe is one of my daughter's favorite places to go. I think that would be a really cute event. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure there's more on the Illinois side too that I just don't know about. But if you want to see more about the Taylor Swift bad blood breakup 
Valentine's Galentine's Day Bar in Chicago. You can on our Facebook page. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Every day I wake up and I learn something new about the world and it seems to be changing because of social media. Yeah. Apparently two-week notices are obsolete. That happened today. I'm sure it's been happening for a while, but it it showed up on my radar today. People on TikTok are encouraging us to stop giving our bosses a two-week notice. When you're ready to quit, just leave with zero notice. two-week notice is so a job can get prepared to replace you, right? It's a respect thing. However, a job can fire you at any point in time. Why would you respect a company who doesn't even see you as a person? They just see you as a replaceable asset. There you go. I, just by the voice, I already know who this man is. Is he in his <laughs> bathroom with his phone up to the mirror? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think that's true in some cases. I don't know if it's true in all of them, especially if you're quitting a job but you're staying in that specific industry. Yeah. You want to be you don't want to burn those bridges before you move on. Yeah. Hashtag radio. There's plenty of people throughout my however many years that I've wanted to tell to screw off, but I can't because I know that I'm probably going to end up in the same building with them someday. Yeah, the hashtag no two-week notice has been trending, and a lot of young people seem to be on board. A few even claim that they've done it after this trend went viral. Obviously, the counter-argument is you're being a jerk for no reason. Yes, it's legal to storm out whenever you want. Not a new idea. And if there's a reason that you can't stay in on for two weeks, why burn a bridge? Like you said, Casey. These don't really exist in radio. Like, two-week notices don't really exist in radio. A, we have contracts. B, if you were to put in a two-week notice, they would probably take you off the air just so you didn't say something stupid. For our job, <laughs> yeah. I think for most other people, I think it just depends. If it's an urgent thing, you need to get out of there. You know, you like you need to leave for safety or health or other job purposes. Yeah. Do what you got to do. But otherwise, you don't need to be a jerk for no reason. Yeah, some people don't want to leave their boss in a tough spot. And companies do sometimes offer severance packages when you're let go. So it's not like they're always trying to hang you out to drive. They have been paying you for however long. Right. Before you just quit on the spot, make sure you read that fine print of whatever you've got going on in your yeah. contract or your job because you could just ask them to fire you and chances are they would. And yeah. then you would get severance. Yeah. I, and I think a, a lot of the people that are supporting the trend might also regret it one day. By burning that bridge, you end up back in the same industry, whatever that may be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, is it bad to think that like TikTok and Instagram and all those guys are too influential at this point? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> all depends how much you take in, I guess. We're just quitting our jobs. We're eating Tide Pods, all the things, <laughs> right? Thanks, social media. All right. We've got Eric Church tickets right here at the 730 for the rest of the week. And I figured it'd be fun if we played a little game called... The Eric Church Confessional. Wow. I am going to confess my sins. These are the ways that I've gotten into trouble in my life. But one of them is a lie. So it's like two truths and a lie. Oh, okay. So I will confess three things. One of these is a lie. If you are the person to say what the lie is, then you will get the Eric Church tickets. Here we go. Number one confession. On a day I was homesick from school, I stood in our garage and shot holes in the garage door with a bow and arrow because I thought the sun looked cool coming in through the holes. Oh. <laughs> Number two. I bought and kept a ball python without my parents knowing. I had it for two years before my parents found out and I had to sell it. 
It got very large. Knowing, <laughs> just knowing that one of these is already true, I feel for your parents. Number three. I once snuck into my high school with some friends so I could teach my girlfriend how to drive. We ended up crashing the car into a brick wall of the school and my girlfriend suffered a concussion. I blamed it all on my best friend, but ultimately I got a major suspension. Oh, see that one's got a lot of detail. Call and tell us which confession is the lie, which one is not true, and we'll give you these Eric Church tickets. 314-954-9230. What? You did two of those things? I did two of those things. Oh, I'm never having kids. I can't. 92.3, hello, who is this? Christy. Christy, is it the day I was homesick from school and the bow and arrow? Was it the ball python without my parents knowing? Or was it me sneaking into school and crashing the car into the brick wall of the school? Which one was the lie? Please be the ball python. It is not the ball oh, python. What? Totally kept the ball python for a couple years without my parents knowing. Yeah. All right, hurry up. Try again. All right, 92.3. Hello, who's this? This is Annalise. All right, Annalise. Which one is the lie? The third one. You're right! So the third one, I don't know if anybody caught this, is actually the plot line to a Saved by the Bell episode. No way. <laughs> Where Zach Morris tries to teach Kelly how to drive. She crashes the car. Nope. Yeah, blames AC for the whole thing. Yeah. Congratulations. You're going to see Eric Church. Thank you. Today, we are playing the big three. So let's spin the wheel to see what kind of game that Remy is playing for Gina and High Ridge. So this is plots only. I'm going to read Remy the plot lines of three movies with little detail without mentioning names or actors or characters, which makes it pretty hard to distinguish which the move, which movie that I'm talking about. I got Gina and Highridge on the phone for these Monster Jam tickets. So once we run through these questions, I'll keep the answers to myself. At the end of it, I'll ask Gina how many she thinks that Remy got right. And if she's correct, then she gets these tickets. Cool. So Gina's kind of playing along at home. Exactly. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Number one, a blonde baby abandoned with a strange man who teaches him all about personal hygiene in the streets of New York City. Say it one more time. A blonde baby abandoned with a, a strange man who teaches him all about personal hygiene in the streets of New York City. A blonde baby. All I can think of is Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Daddy Warbucks. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Annie. I know she's got red curly hair. <laughs> Number two. This 20th century man saves a woman from drowning. Unfortunately, this woman does not return the favor. Oh, um, Titanic. Number three. An unruly nun bangs her boss, <laughs> renounces faith, and flees the country. Uh, the only nuns I know are like Whoopi Goldberg and uh, um, Sound of Music. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the plot of Sound of Music to me. It's It's got to be Sound of Music. It's Fräulein Maria. Okay. <laughs> Gina and Highridge, how many of these do you think that Remy got correctly? One. One. <sighs> so you need at least one of these right, right. to win for Gina. Did he do it? Remy. 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 Let's go! Obviously.
Honestly, an unruly nun who renounces her faith, flees the country, and gets with her boss is the sound of music. Yeah! Obviously, a 20th century man saves a woman from drowning. She does not return the favor. Titanic. Yeah. A blonde baby abandoned with a strange man who teaches him all about personal hygiene hygiene in the streets of New York. Gina, do you know what movie that is? I missed you. What? What's that one movie with Robin Williams in it? August um, something... That's not it, obviously. No, what is it? I don't what know it? what you're talking about. What is it? It's Big Daddy. Oh, Duh. gotcha. Big Daddy. That's a good movie. But I know. It made me want to go back and watch it real bad. It's one of those movies that I'll just put on in the background every once in a while. So good. So. Anyway, good job today. You Thank won you. Gina these Monster Jam tickets. Here you go, Gina. And we have more Monster Jam tickets all week long at 8 a.m. on 92.3 WIL. Forget American Idol, The Voice, all of that. Because Casey Musgraves and Reese Witherspoon are setting out to find the great, or I'm sorry, the next great country artist. Oh, okay. So it is indeed a new singing competition TV okay. show, but it's making its way to Apple TV or Apple Plus, whatever. And I saw this post made by Hello Sunshine. Hello Sunshine is Reese Witherspoon's production company. And they said, we are so thrilled to have Reese Witherspoon partnering with Casey Musgraves, both as executive producers, to create hashtag My Kind of Country and bring it to Apple TV this spring. Premiering in March, My Kind of Country takes a documentary approach to a competition series and it will break down the barriers of country music by giving artists who haven't had the opportunity to be heard a platform. Talented scouts, Jimmy Allen, Mickey Guyton, and Orville Peck will handpick a roster of up-and-coming artists from around the world and invite them to Nashville to play for them and essentially, you know, pick a winner and the winner will have, I don't know, some sort of like winner's contract with Apple TV that will help give them like more exposure, basically do the exact same thing that American Idol does, you know, when they leave there with like a record deal. Yeah, it feels weird to me and not to, I'm not knocking the show already, but I feel like these kind of talent competitions do they fare well on streaming? And also, it, will the audience be participating in this at all? Or is it just executives that are picking these? So I think this is just execs because I think that this is, it's already been recorded. Okay. Like it's not a live show. And also, also, I think it will do well on streaming specifically because of who's hosting it. Casey Musgraves and Reese Witherspoon fans die hard for Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Plus, people like Jimmy Allen, Orville Peck, Mickey Guyton, they have huge followings too, and they'll definitely be exciting and fun to watch. You yeah. know, like Jimmy Allen's definitely going to be silly the whole time. Mickey's going to be like this motherly, nice mm -hmm. figure. Orville Peck, if you don't know who he is, Google it. You'll be interested when you see it. Yeah. Uh, I'll be in, I'll, I'll watch the first episode, but if I get any whiff, of they already know who's won this thing before the show has started because it's executives picking the winner. Oh, like rigging it? If I get any whiff of that, I'm out. Even though I love every single person on that roster. And you Especially love... Especially Jimmy on because he bowls. You love like a talent, a talent reality show, don't you? Kind of. Yeah. I just feel like they've become so... They've become so... They have. Rigged or... I don't know. It just it doesn't seem authentic anymore. There's you know what I mean? There's a lot of them. And yeah. Yeah. I get that. But I think... Because it's Casey, Musgraves, and Reese Witherspoon, they can make anything happen, at least for one season. Yeah. So who knows what'll come of it. 
but I posted it to our Facebook page. If you're into it, you can go check it out there and follow us on all the socials while you're at it. Sometimes the best part of a story is the comment section. It's Best in Comments with Remy and Casey. Today's story, did you know that Build-A-Bear has an After Dark collection? What do you mean, After Dark? I had no idea this even existed, but my wife sent me this post of what appears to be a female Build-A-Bear teddy in lingerie holding a stuffed champagne bottle and a male teddy bear in boxers holding a stuffed chocolate-covered strawberry. Laying wow. down in front. Just like in his boxer, she's in a, in a red robe. It's the After Dark collection of Build-A-Bear, which I had no idea existed. You know, something in the back of my mind, I feel like I've heard this in the past, but I don't know that I've ever seen this. Yeah. All I got to say is teddy bears should not be making me feel some type of way. That's all I got to say. So we go to the comments. Casey, number five, please. Best in comments. Number five, Megan L says, um, what am I looking at? I am so confused. I would love to be a fly on the wall at the Build-A-Bear meeting where this was suggested <sighs> and then accepted. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Number four. Chelsea M says, I've never felt so sexualized by a stuffed animal before. <laughs> I feel that. Like I looked at it and I was like, I don't know. This is odd. <laughs> I just, like, Turn it away. Like, don't let it look at me. Build a bear for me is like taking the kids, stuffing them. You know, it's not this. Number three, Casey. <laughs> Julie B says, well then, no toys or extra accessories, no pull, no swing. Julie. I mean, if you're going to go, you might as well go all the way and have a pole accessory, right? All right, number two. Number two, Nancy S. says, 50 shades of Teddy. It's like 50 shades of gray, but all the whips and chains are made of soft material. Is the red room plush? Oh, my gosh. The people are all riled up over this one. I I feel like a red plush room is just like, it's like a a padded room, right, at that point? (laughs) You're going so. insane. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Build-A-Bear After Dark collection. <sighs> Here we go with comment. The number one best in comments award goes to. Todd P. How is it that stuffed teddy bear is going to get more action than I will on Valentine's Day? <laughs> oh, yeah. Todd gets it. <laughs> There's some truth to that. <laughs> you want to check out the post. Go see these naughty teddies on the Facebook page. Search 92.3 W.I.L. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 W.I.L. I really feel like this unprofessional news story belongs in October. Let me tell you. The fire department was called to a funeral home in Iowa for a cardiac arrest incident. But when the fire department got there, they had determined the woman was not in cardiac arrest and was sent to the hospital. The missing piece of the puzzle here is the scanner audio from one of the first responders. Just so you know, this female was transported there deceased and she is not. They are in the chapel and she is on a cot. The woman who was transported to the funeral home was dead. The same woman that they arrived to help in cardiac arrest or whatever was alive. So the the fire department got there and she was alive after being dead and sent to a funeral home. Just like start the whole process, the embalming process. Oh my God, I was like, that's a really quick funeral. Like, oh my gosh. But that is the thing that keeps me up at night. 
The reason there are bells over graves keeps me up at night. This, oh my God. Wait, that's a thing? Oh my God. What do you mean that's a thing? I've never heard of that. Tell me about it. Educate me. Bells over well, graves. Well, they don't do it anymore because pretty much if you're, they're going to know in 2023 <laughs> if you're know. dead or if you're not by the time, well, by, by the time they start draining your body of all your fluids, like yeah. they're going to figure it out pretty fast. But back in the day, they didn't do that. They just threw you in the casket and threw it in the ground. So they would leave a string in there, like tied to your hand or something. Uh-huh. The string would go up and above ground and it would be attached to a bell on your grave. So if you started moving around in there, someone could hear it and dig you up. Man. And that makes me want... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. There, The news station there in Iowa contacted the funeral home and obviously they can't talk about anything because of the respect and privacy and confidentiality of families and all that but I did look up I wanted to know what was the longest person like the longest that someone has been dead pronounced dead and then come back alive Mm -hmm. and from what I researched Velma Thomas who lived in West Virginia was revived and fully recovered after 17 hours oh my gosh 17 hours Gone. Oh my gosh. And she came back to life. This. It's like biblical. I just have nothing to say. Can you imagine how it would mess you up for the rest of your life to know that like, oh, I had a heart attack. And instead of waking up at the hospital, I woke up at a funeral home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. At least you're alive at that point. I would just want to know. Uh, if it felt like a dream, if like you're on your way to heaven, what do you see? Are there actually gates? Is there people asking you questions? Like, is it know- like in Seoul where there's a receptionist there and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's not your time yet. Yeah, you can turn around. exactly. What? Like if that happened, I'd just make up stories at that point. <sighs> and nothing, like I didn't see anything when I was dead. I would just make up stories and no. go on Oprah and all of the shows. <laughs> Like, radio DJ dies for 17 hours. Comes back. Epiphany. (laughs) It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Powered by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. For heating service and repairs, visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we are honoring Chris Knight of High Ridge. Works at Schnooks and is always there with a smile on his face. This person says, I know whenever I go to the grocery store, he's going to be there going the extra mile to make everyone who shops there feel great. Also, put your carts back. Nominated by Anonymous. That sounds like you. Put your carts back. I might have just thrown that in there. Sent a request song. It's Tyler Hubbard, 5'9", on 92.3 WIL. Jana Kramer, 92.3 WIL, New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. You love Jana. I that, she just always shows up on all of my social media. I don't know why. Oh yeah, you don't follow her. You <laughs> don't go looking. It's for research. Uh, maybe one day she'll come back and with another single, and we'll play it on the radio. Uh, but if you miss anything from the show, including our After Dark Build a Bears, which are on for best in they were on best in comments today. I uh, felt a weird way about teddy bears today. This blew our minds. <laughs> we had no idea Build-A-Bear was up to such scandalous work. There's like a, a teddy bear in lingerie and a red robe and a stuffed champagne bottle. And there's the the guy teddy bear who's in boxers with a chocolate covered strawberry about ready to eat it. It's super weird. Hopefully all the kids are in school. I 
don't think that these are available in store. I think they're only available online. Uh, yeah, I would hope. So. How are you going to take your family in there and have the After Dark collection just on display? Well, you don't have it on display. You put it behind the saloon doors like they used to do at the the rental, the movie rental places like Family mm, Video. See, I don't know if they're trying to get <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> the adult section. Go check out the comments there. You can also check out anything you missed from the show on the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.